And we are live. Live. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to, you know, well, actually, you don't know. So let's do it. Yeah. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. You know the name. Welcome back once again, everybody. We're going to be, you know, we live right now, so I think I got the technical difficulties figured out, but welcome to So we're going to be talking about Tiger King, and I got like a special Skype call pop-in. All right, we did that. <laughs> Got a new singing mic I had to get because that was all messed up. Um, wait, let me get in here. Let me see what this chat is talking about. So, hello, chat. You guys are uh, behind, but it is what it is. Uh, and I, I put a Instagram uh, thing up, just thoughts on the Tiger King. Um, it is now Friday. It's 3 o'clock Pacific time. And I'm live because what else do I have to do? So uh, I appreciate you guys uh, in the chat, uh, you know, saying whatever you're going to say, doing whatever you're going to do. Uh, you know, we if you saw the Tiger King, uh, that's what um, I'm here to discuss today. Uh, what a weird ass documentary. But first of all, let me just say this. I hope everybody out there is being safe. Uh, I'm in California and they just put a thing up about um, everybody should wear a mask. So I got masks coming. I mean, I don't think everybody has a mask and and gloves and all the things you're supposed to, to need. But, you know, just try to do your part. You know, social distancing. We got to keep it going so, you know, we can stay alive. Uh, so we can keep it. We, so we can manage the virus so more people can. We can get back to normal life. That's what it is. Because if we if we can manage it, then we could just we can easily get back to normal life. Well, not easily, but we'll be able to get back to normal life because we'll know where it is. Everybody's going to get tested. There's so many they're coming out with new tests. So just be patient. Hang in there. I know it's hard, but please hang in there. You know what I mean? Anyways, so damn, let's get into this, right? Let's talk about this weird ass. Um, documentary that i just saw you know what i mean like tiger king okay actually before i even go into the the tiger king um i i do let me go into this skype call first (laughs) this skype call is funny um this is mr jeremiah watkins and then we're gonna go we're gonna delve into uh we're gonna delve into it but here we go uh, thanks for watching once again. I have another uh, Skype call. Here we go, Skyping with Griffin, and welcome to the program, Mr. Uh, Jeremiah Watkins. Oh, it's damn, I fucked that Who's up, this? guys. Sorry. Hey, this Just is keep Joe watching, Exotic, man. Uh, how, the, how the hell are you doing, man? Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah, Joe Exotic. Are you have an you exotic? Seen my Netflix series Tiger King. Have you oh, seen it? Have that you guy. No, I. I yeah, I, I, uh, that's me. I don't know what you're saying. That guy. I'm right here in front of you. <laughs> So, so, so tell the people what you've been doing, Joe Exotic. 
What have I been doing? Well, I just uh, I actually broke out of prison uh, back at uh, Joe Exotic Studios. So this is one of my first streaming videos. Uh, I got the production team over there is helping me out. And uh, Eric Griffin actually reached out to me and I said, you know, what the hell? I mean, why not? Let's start going back on the Internet. I love being out here in the public's eye. So I hit you up. <laughs> you hit me up. You're okay. a big fan of the net. You're a big fan of my Netflix series, Tiger King, <laughs> and uh, your people reach out to my people, which is just you hitting me directly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so, what do you think of the success of your series, Mister Exotic? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's just it's nice to know that I have so many fans around the world. You know what I mean? It's just it's really nice to know that people are finally digging my country songs and uh, and, and digging uh, my art, you know. Uh, my merch sales have gone up tremendously, mm-hmm. and uh, my also as well as my album sales. So uh, feeling pretty good about myself. So during this quarantine, you're still thriving? Well, technically, uh, people think I'm in prison right now uh, because that's where the documentary left its shelf, but... I actually broke out of prison, and I'm living a king's life right now. I mean, I, look, I, I have another animal right next to me. This is a giraffe that I've gotten right here. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to get animals all over again, and it's a, it's a good deal. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, no more animal cruelty for you, though? No, no, no. This, uh, this, this, this giraffe is here on its own volition. Mm-hmm. He, lo- he looks really happy. To be there. Yeah. He's stuffed with joy. <laughs> <laughs> he's stuffed with joy. So, um, is Jeremiah around? <laughs> just, I mean, just, he's... Just curious. Yeah. Is he there with you? Or you guys are good friends, right? <laughs> I mean, he's one of the producers uh, over here at Joe Exotic Studios now. He's been helping me oh. out. Do you want to... Do you want to talk with him? Uh, I, I want to hear more about what what else does Jeremiah do for uh, the studio? I didn't, uh, what does what, what him producing the show look like? I mean, he put up these nice blinds behind me. <laughs> so he's responsible for the blinds. Okay. And he also, he, he wrangled this, this giraffe in the wild for me as well. So, you know. Jeremiah is quite the go-getter. Yeah. Yeah, he's a go getter. He is an entrepreneur if I've ever seen one before. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, is he around? <laughs> yeah, I mean I can go I can go get him. I mean, you got the star of the show right here from Tiger King, Joe Exotic, but I mean I guess I could go get that guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're kinda of friends. I just kinda, of, you know I called him. Right. I d I didn't know that you had hijacked his his blinds and his you know, his area. Yeah, yeah. He gave me his cell phone. Yeah. You know what? While we're waiting for, uh, <laughs> oh, he gave you a. <laughs> he gave. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, get, hey, uh, Eric. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Go ahead. All right. And uh, when you're watching porn, mm-hmm. do you like it when the guy with the little thing does her, or do you like it when the guy with the big thing does her? Uh, I'm not actually looking at the thing, so I try not to even notice it. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. So I'm not, I'm not sure. like I see it, but I'm not like, oh, that one's girthy. That looks better. You know what I mean? 
because then you start to think about things like, well, damn, that that's a lot. How is she taking that? Then you start, you know, I then mean, you're just like, you get lost into everything about it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's got, rainy. You, so, so, so you admit that you get lost in the cock sometimes. <laughs> See? You ain't that oh, straight man. I can turn you gay. I'm as gay as a $3 bill, boy. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know three dollar bills were gay. <laughs> three dollar bills are as queer as daylight. Uh, they're queer as daylight. <laughs> yeah, it's daylight. And it looks like I got a daywalker right in front of me. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> uh, you know, some sometimes, man. I swear to God, you. Uh... <laughs> So, so who have you've had? You've had boyfriends, or what's your, oh, what's your yeah. story? <laughs> I was married to two men at the same time. Two men at the same time, but were they all yeah, poachers so, too? Yeah, uh, two men at the same time, or one Eric Griffin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, so funny! <laughs> oh, that is just oh wow! You that, would. Uh, <laughs> That's right, isn't it? That's some good stuff right there. Oh my god! Yeah, a lot of honestly, a lot of these references and stuff would help if you would have seen my Netflix show. You have not seen my Netflix show, right? I uh, haven't watched it yet. I want some of to. This is gonna go over your head a little bit, and uh, I, I gotta say though, from looks from the poster and looking at you now, uh, you've lost a lot of weight. You uh, and it seems to have all gone uh, to your nose. What, what, oh, what, what happened well, there? You know, <laughs> Prison food sometimes is strange and uh, gotcha. sometimes shift gotcha. your metabolism and stuff gotcha. like that. And uh, I, I got my nose hit um, in a race riot in prison, and uh, what, it's a little bit bigger than uh, than usual. Uh, they allow you to have that kind of facial hair in prison? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, shit yeah. Okay, well, thank you, uh, Joe Exotic. I, I know you've had a blast talking to me. Oh, yeah, uh, this has really been, tell this has been so voice. fun. <laughs> uh, uh, you've had the energy of getting your taxes done this entire uh, video <laughs> conversation. Uh, so uh, let me let me go get our, uh, let's see that Jeremiah character somewhere around here, okay? Uh, you go get him. <laughs> okay, well, that was that. That was uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah Watkins, my good buddy, Jeremiah Watkins. Um Okay, so I want to go in. Let's talk about this fucking series. So I saw the series. I actually watched all of it last night. I binge watched. I couldn't help. I, I thought I was going to watch a couple episodes, but I watched the whole thing. So let's just go into it. I'm going to tell you my thoughts about the freaking uh, Tiger King. Um, <clears throat> first of all, bef- I, the judgment I'm going to make, the, the things I'm going to say about the people on the show, the, the documentary, are so are, are based off the perception that the documentarian put out. So I don't know if these things are true about these people, but what the documentary uh, presented, I have feelings about all these people. So first of all, there isn't a redeeming character in the whole fucking thing. Like everybody in this, um, everybody in this show is just a fucking monster. You know what I mean? Just a monster, you know? And so, you know, and if you don't know what the, the thing's about at this point, I don't know what to tell you, but, you know, it's just about these, like, uh, animal, animal, exotic animal lovers, these, and, and then the seedy the business that goes with it, right? So first I want to say, like, all the characters, 
it's funny how they think that they're different, but they're pretty much all the same. Even Carol. Like, if I wanted to start with her, you know what I mean? And I even, let, let me go, I, I, we, can, we can even go to the web here to, 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 to take a look at what this looks like. You know, this chick here, Carol, you know? Like, what do I have to say about Carol? You know what I mean? Like, she thinks that she's, I found her to be just as terrible as all the people there. She actually was the same as them. Like, what I find about all these, the, 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 the main players, right? Wait, let me look and see, like, all, all the main players. Like, the, the, the main guys, like the, the dot guy that Theo had on this podcast, the ant, ant, antle guy, Joe Exotic. Um, uh, what's the other guy? Um, Eric, Eric, no, 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 not Eric Coey. He, he was a weird, that Jeff Lowe guy. So, okay, so Jeff Lowe, uh, Carol, Joe Exotic, and all of those guys that were like, uh, running the zoos, the animal people, they all were the same. So, like, they all felt like cult leaders. You know what I mean? They all felt like they freaking, like they had followers, you know, like they were some sort of religious feel to it, you know, like the one guy, the doc guy, this motherfucker was, he was no better than like one of those like Mormon combines that they have. I and mean, he's got like five, six, seven, eight wives. I mean, the one girl that was on there, she was, you know, admitting like, oh, well, I was young, I was impressionable. And, and, and she was saying that she did all kinds of stuff, breast, breast augmentation and all this kind of stuff. So this guy's having sex with all these young girls and he's, and he's using the tigers to lure them in. And he just was like this charismatic guy. And he was just like a cult leader, the doc guy. Doc Antle guy. So he, you know, so he had that. And then I realized after you watching it and watching it every episode, you go, they're actually all the same. Like Joe had a harem of uh, these, these guys around him and not just the, not just the gay element. Like forget the fact that he made supposedly these two guys are really straight, but they needed drugs and money, but he still had something charismatic about him that it was okay for the, to them. And he still ended up with another guy, but not just that he had like these downtrodden people, these people that needed hope. So he would go to the bus stop and like people would be coming into town and he'd be like, all right, you, I'm going to give you a place to stay and a job and a hundred something dollars a week. And you're going to work 48 hours a day <laughs> for me. And they started to follow him. And he, I mean, you watched the series and I mean, you have to like Joe exotic. You, how do you, how do you hate the guy? You know what I mean? Like you almost believed like that, Yes, he cared about the animals at first, right? He cared about them, and then it just turned into something else because the money and the, and, the, and he's a narcissist. Like, you know, he loved the fame, he loved the attention, and I do believe he loved the animals. But he had a way that you just you just wanted to follow him, you know. And so, but he turns out, I mean, he he wasn't the best guy. I mean, they didn't really tap into enough like the drugs. I wish they would have talked more about that. You just realize it later because his, like one of his boyfriends, uh, what was the kid's name? Um, John Finlay, whatever his name is. I mean, he had to crack teeth. Like that shit was like, I was like, he's buying them trucks and guns and all this stuff. Like fix this motherfucker's teeth. Like this shit was like one snaggle over here, black. So I know that's like meth teeth, they call it. So, so you knew like he, he was, you know, he got, that's how he got 
but I think that Joe himself was doing drugs. He obviously was on drugs too. You know, he, he, he was not handling himself well, but it just was, he just a fascinating character. You know, and he just was like a glimpse into this weird world, but all these people seem to be cult leaders, you know? So the, 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 the and then the John Lowe guy, that motherfucker is just a criminal. He just, he just was like a con man, criminal, stole the park from Joe. But even he had a bunch of followers. He he's like using these tigers and animals. He got this this one young girl that like she's letting him do whatever the fuck he wants. He's looking for nannies. He's looking for hot nannies, and she's having threesomes with him. And they're in Vegas. And but then he's lying about a Ferrari, lying about his mansion. You know, he's just conning people left and right. I don't know why that motherfucker is not, has not been arrested. I don't know why he's not in jail. Okay. So like, all right. So anyway, let's stay on Joe exotic. So Joe, you know, weird upbringing, weird childhood. The fact that he was a gay redneck and just all the things about him that just was just so captivating and, and, and amazing to watch, you know, just the, the train wreck of it. And that's why, by the way, that guy, Rick Kirkham, the guy that was filming the reality show, I don't, that guy was a piece of shit too, in my opinion, because he knew exactly what was happening. He made the guy sign, sign something, probably a lawyer didn't look at it. And so they have like all of this, you know, he, he's got all this footage and he's, he's filming everything. Joe doesn't even have the, the sense to be like, yo, maybe don't film me saying some illegal shit over here. Or like, I wonder what, what footage they really had. There had to have been drug use. There had to have been all kinds of like nefarious shit going on that this guy, Rick, and then he like tried to, it's like, so I'm jumping ahead in this thing. Like, you know, when uh, the, the studio got burned down, Joe for sure burned that shit down. He for sure burned it down. Like, based off watching the documentary and the facts that were given in the documentary. Like, we don't know if all that shit was true. We don't know if what they presented was, if, if it was just a narrative that the, the documentarian was trying to, to, to put forth. But if it's true, the facts that he showed there, of course, Joe burned the shit down. You know, he was getting investigated. And at that point, we didn't we didn't know watching the documentary that he, you know, was involved with, having the other woman killed or, uh, you know, but we don't know, even know if that was even true. He's saying it wasn't true, but it's hard to, it's hard to know what's true or not true based off these facts. So he burned that place down because, you know, the, the feds were asking him, the cops were asking him questions, the people are suing him. So he was like all this information. He probably had something on that tape that was like damning and they were going to confiscate the whole shit and watch it and see all kinds of shit that he didn't want them to see. So he was like, fuck this, burn that shit down, burn all the hard drives. So Joe was just a weird character. And like I say, I feel like all of those people had the same kind of thing. Even Carol, like, let's talk about Carol. Like, do I think she killed her husband based off the facts that they showed? Yeah, I think she killed her husband. I think that she was, she, I think she's a cold blooded, get, get what she wants type of lady. Like those ex-wives and the daughter, or if they were all ex-wives, those women fucking hate her. Like they were like, she did it. Like, like that one, the older, the older wife, man, she was so bitter, but I get it. You know, she's like that young, you thought she was the young, pretty thing. You know, he was going to love you forever. So anyways, and then like, okay, so I know I'm scatterbrained right now because I'm doing this live. But look, here's what I think about Carol. I think Carol, if Joe wasn't gay, she would have been attracted to Joe Exotic. I think she, because he's just like the husband. 
He's just like the husband that she that allegedly got rid of. Because she was, did you hear her story? She's 19. He drives by her two, three times. And then it's like, get in the car and talk to me. You know, and uh, you can hold this gun on me. Like, bitch, you don't get into a motherfucker's car. He's like, hold this gun on me? Like, what? Like, that says something about her whole psyche. And I'm, I know she, she had a horrible experience when she was 14. She, said, she, she allegedly says that she was raped by three men at, by knife point. So you know how that's affected her for the rest of her life. And to the point where now she's getting into a strange man's car that, has, that gives her a gun. And then, of course, she goes with him. She, that, that was all sexy to her. You know, she goes with him and, and, and there it is. You know what I mean? So it's like, damn, <laughs> that shit was that she was bizarre. So then she gets with this guy. He's got all this money, and then he's cheating on her, obviously, because he was with because they were together four years before he left his wife. So like, listen, if you get with some, if you a side chick, okay, if you a side chick, and then you become the main chick, bitch, don't think that you gonna be the main chick forever. You're not gonna. You don't got. You don't got that thing that's going to make this guy go, oh, that's the one. You know, I've been cheating and screwing around for a long time, but now, no, you ain't special. You know, so he was going to be in Costa Rica with, with another girlfriend. So she, what I'm saying is that guy was charismatic. That guy had a bunch of girlfriends and a bunch of money, and she was enamored by that. I mean, but she herself, three, four husbands, and, you know, she was just like Joe. She 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 had this engaging personality, so she's online. You know what I didn't appreciate about her? The hypocrisy. Like how they laid the 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 document, the doc uh, the the what do you call it? Whatever the doc docuseries out, how they laid it out. You didn't know about her past. So they're telling her as this like great animal rights activist, and she's like trying to shut these things down. Turns out this motherfucker was doing that. That's how she made her money. And then they show her current park. I don't see the difference from a distance, from a helicopter view. If I'm in a helicopter and I'm flying over Joe Exotic's park, I'm flying over Doc Antle's park. I'm flying over that other Tim guy's park, whoever owns these parks. If I'm flying over them and I fly over Carol's place, how the fuck would you know the difference? All I see is big ass cats and animals in cages and people in line to look at them. Like, I don't know how she's able to take the high road take this high road with that being the case. It just seemed weird to me. You know, um, I'm look, I'm trying to look at the chat too at the same time, guys. I'm sorry. There's so much going on in the chat. And then my, my brain is going haywire, you know? So that's the thing I didn't appreciate about her. And then, then, so maybe she, she changed her tune. Maybe, you know, after maybe, you know, I think that she was mad at her ex-husband. Okay. So, you know, she's a vindictive, like, Go get her. She's going to get what she wants. That's how she's portrayed. That's how those other women felt about her. So if you believe that to be true, I think it was all vengeance. It was like, all right, I'm going to have this park. And anybody that has a park that's like my ex-husband, they're going down. Not just for the animals. Like the one chick who got her arm cut off. That's how much Joe gets in people's head. That's how much people were loyal to him. This motherfucker got her arm bitten off, and seven days later, she back at work. You know, I was like, what? So, and she said it best at the end of the documentary, like, no animals were looked after in this. 
everybody was looking out for themselves and their own self-interest. Like, what is her, what is her taking his house and his mattress and his trucks and his, and his trailer and all the shit, all the money? How the fuck was that helping all those animals in Joe's park? Like, you know, that's what I thought she was trying to do. So I don't know. I think that Joe, Joe and all those guys that she's going after are just like the husband that she got rid of. Allegedly. You know what I mean? Allegedly, she killed killed her husband. But, you know, the way she is, how sending 7,000 emails and, and like, she doesn't stop. And she had a weird demeanor. Like, every time she would just laugh, she was like, oh, like, why would I kill my husband? <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, she, she came across to me as creepy. But she's already come out and said that, that she was portrayed completely not in a good light. And I can see that. I can see how when you make a documentary, you have your own narrative. And this is the narrative of that. So I just say, again, I think they're all cult leaders, including her on her third or fourth husband with her, with her ex-husband's millions in the bank. You know, she, I believe those ex, the ex-wives who were like, she told me if we say anything that she's going to make sure we have nothing. I mean, she just seems like a vengeful, vindictive woman who's like, you know, who is disguising that with like, oh, I care about animals because I didn't get the impression that she cared about animals. I just got the impression that she liked wearing cat shit and hated these guys. You know, and they hated her in return. Like, let's go back to Joe just for a second. This motherfucker's insane. He he was like shooting a doll on the internet, talking about it was her. So, like, even if something, even if let's say he would have hired somebody to kill her, he still would have been the suspect. There's enough circumstantial evidence probably to 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 have a case against him. Maybe he doesn't get convicted, but it's like, dude, he don't know how to shut his mouth. All right, so there's that guy. And Carol, I just think that, and then she had her husband, like, I don't know who that Howard guy, I don't get his fascination with, he took on the cause too, like, they just both seemed like angry, like, we're going to get you type people, they didn't care how much money they were going to spend, they, they, they would have spent millions to make sure these people went down, and they succeeded, I think, you know, I don't know, so then going back to the Doc Antle guy, who, like, you could, he just was on Theo's podcast, I haven't watched it, I, I wanted to watch it before I did this, but I've just been busy today, but, like, Theo, like, you know, he had him on, and then, but I'm saying, that guy, that guy is, he, he's like, Jim Jones or you know what I mean he's like one of these like charismatic like cult leaders he just happens to have animals you know what I mean so like but I don't know if he's I think they all did illegal shit like that the saddest part about it is they all did the same thing the the, the puppy the, the the cubs you know people come to pet the cubs and then when they're not manageable and you have to spend $10,000 a day to feed them or $10,000 a month or whatever that price was, they said, where they had to feed the, the these animals, they were like, fuck that. Just kill them. Make some new ones. I mean, it was sad. And it was also sad to see that number that it was something like six to 10,000. There were six to 10,000 tigers in the United States and only 4,000 in in the wild. I mean, that's crazy, man. So that guy was a cult leader, you know, and then let's go to this Jeff Lowe guy. So this guy, he, he scammed Joe. I mean, Joe was obviously on drugs, not in his right mind. He was paranoid. He was already scheming. I think that they both schemed to kill this lady. I think they both, because 
Carol was trying to get all of them. Whoever has animals, she was like, you're on my radar and I'm coming for your ass. So they all hated him. Even the one reasonable guy, the manager of the, let me see if I can find his fucking name. What is his name? Um, um, John Rinky. Like he seemed to be the most reasonable guy. But even he was like, at the end, he was like, man, fuck all this. He left his wife. He was living in a trailer. Like, I'm done. I'm done with the world. I've suffered enough. I lost my lion. So here I am. So that guy was crazy. You know, he, he, even though he seemed to be like mm, the nicest of all these weird people, even he ended up making some bad decisions and he knew what was going on. I could tell he has some guilt. You know what I mean? I could tell he has some guilt. All right, let's go to the chat, see what people are saying. Oh, the number, somebody said the number is fake about the tigers. Well, you know, I don't know. You think you, okay, somebody says the government sent Jeff Flo to stop Joe. No, okay, you know, two people that I thought were like real pieces of shit in this, and that's one is Jeff Flo, and the other one is this guy, James. Let's get him on the screen. This dude right here. This dude right here. That dude right there, he was a, he, he was a motherfucker too. See, they all, they all had their self interest. It was all self interest. So you have that guy, you know. And then you had uh, the Jeff the Jeff Lowe guy. Where's Jeff Lowe? Let's get him on the screen too. So you had James, you had James, and you had Jeff Lowe, right? These two motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So, all right. So Jeff Lowe comes into the picture. I still don't understand his story. You know, I think that I just think that he's a con artist. I think that he's really good at that. I mean, you know, he Joe was in a bind. Like Carol was beating his ass down. He had he lost all of his like possessions, like the expensive possessions, and she was coming for the park. She was gonna get that park at it was gonna be him or nothing. So this guy preyed on him. You know what I mean? I think he preyed on him. He got away, he got the park, he got these animals, he got Joe, and then I think that he, I think he himself wanted Carol gone too. He, the way he was talking, you know, he just was like, he just sounded like a mafioso guy, you know, like that one mafia guy in the show too. Oh, what was that guy's name? The dude that was like, like Scarface. Say hello to my little friend. Oh man, what was that dude's name? Um, you guys know who I'm talking about though. If you watch the show, I mean, there's so many people. Oh no, it wasn't him. It wasn't John. Um, what the fuck was that guy's name? Anyways, you know, the other mobster guy that like, you know, he had cats, he had the tigers and lions and shit. And then he, while he was, a, and he was selling drugs to like, to, for his like exotic animal habit, you know, he was talking about like, you know, he, the, the things that these people like it freely admitted was like bizarre to me. Like this guy was basically saying that he was a part of chopping somebody's head off with a chainsaw or some shit. I don't know. It just was like, so that guy was weird. So that guy, I, I believe that guy more than anybody else of him just being like, Oh yeah, that guy was, he's guilty. That guy's guilty. So that, that guy was weird. Um, but this guy, so Jeff Lowe, he comes in, he, he makes Joe, th- Joe think he's going to help him. He does help him. He helps him in a way that he's like, he, he, he fronts some money. I bet you it wasn't even really his money. It's probably somebody else's money. And he, he basically took the park over. And then Joe didn't, he don't trust anybody. He, he's not a, a reputable dude. You know, he's not an honorable guy. Joe, Joe, he fucking, you know, was doing all this shady shit on the side. You know, I, I think that they all were involved with talking about, cause look, 
they got Joe on tape making the plans to kill Carol. They got him on tape. So he's, look, no matter what he says, they got his ass on tape. All right. But he's having a conversation with the other guy. Like, I think that this Jeff Lowe guy, he got immunity. I don't know why the government hated Joe Exotic more than they hated all these fucking nefarious characters. You know what I mean? It don't make any sense to me. Okay, let me look in here and see. Jeff uh, got caught. Yeah, so like, yes, this guy, Jeff Lowe, he's in Vegas doing crimes. He's all over the country doing crimes. Got a fake Ferrari, a fake house that's not his. So like, so I think that he... I don't think the government would, the government wasn't using him. I think he was using the government. I think that he was like, look, I got this guy. I can get, this is like a serious crime. He's, he wants to kill this woman. I'll, I'll get him for you. And you give me immunity on that and some other things. And they probably said, okay, well, the lesser of two evils, they're both terrible. I think the animal people were the ones that made the deal. Like, okay, cool. Cause Joe had more animals. <clears throat> you know, Joe had access to more animals. This big zoo, there was like 70 animals there. So he's like, you know, I think that guy's going down. I do think he's going down. Okay, so anyways, so he brings on, they all had criminals around them. What's the one guy's name? What's that one guy's name? Oh, Sam, right? They had the, they had the Sam guy. That motherfucker, why is he not in jail? He was straight up like, I'll cut the bitch's head off. Like he's trying to say, that he took Joe's money just to fuck with him and like just played along. But part of me, there is part of me that thinks that J- that Jeff set this whole shit up. That Jeff initiated we there's probably phone calls with Joe that we never heard. Or there's interaction. Like that's what the fat that that's what fat Chucky was saying. James, that guy was saying that he knows that Jeff is a part of it. That there were other, he was there when they discussed it. And I think that Jeff pushed Joe along. Joe's easily manipulated. He pushed him, pushed him, pushed him. And then Joe, and then at the point where Joe, let's say the conversation they had before that is Joe going like, okay, yeah, I'll, yeah, we should kill her. You right. Okay. So how do we do it? And then the motherfucker starts recording. You know what I mean? So we don't know. I think it's entrapment. You know, I think that, yeah, anyways, I don't know. You guys get what I'm saying. It just, I, I don't think that, I don't think that. Uh, Jeff Lowe should be scot-free. I think that he has more involvement in that whole plot because he even is saying, he, remember the part he's at the tree and he's all like, yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I wanted her dead too. She, the world would be better off if she was dead. Even the nice dude I was talking about, even the manager, the nice guy, he was saying like, look, I've even said it. She should die. That's how vicious, that's how that's how she was on top of all those guys where they hated her so much they wanted her dead. Whoo! <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm going back to chat to see what you guys are saying. It's on tape. Jeff telling the guy he needed to tell the feds this and that. I know. I, mean, I, I, I Dude, I totally agree. Like they, they, they got, they didn't show everything. There's more to this. There's more to it, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if the TV producer guy who got all his stuff burned up, if someplace on those tapes, there was the conversations about something like that. You never know, you know, but this guy, Sam, I don't get how he's not in jail. Like he accepted the money. He, he, he can't come later and be like, oh, I was just kidding or I was trying to mess with him. 
I don't get why that guy is uh, uh, that that shit's freaky. That that's that's some freaky shit. You know what I mean? Oh God. I don't know, guys. I, I see somebody's put bringing up a point. Shouldn't the filmmaker be in trouble for not stopping it? I mean, at what point, you know, I know in Florida, I think in Florida, there's a law that if you witness a crime and you don't do anything, you can get arrested. I'm not sure if that's how the law is. Um, what do you call it? I'm not sure if that's how you say it or that's, that's how it's written, but it's something like that. Like, cause remember there was like, there was this like college beach party or something like that going on and a girl is being raped and some people filmed it, you know? Uh, and you know, it's like, what, what are you doing? Like you, you filming it? Like what? I mean, I get if you're somebody that's like, okay, I'll film it. Okay, so we get the evidence, but you seven, eight, nine, twenty people standing around. Why don't you guys stop it? Like, let's work together. So I don't know. I I don't know how culpable the uh, the, the the filmmaker actually is because again, you know, it's a narrative. He's so he's taking pieces of the story and putting it together, and we're we're presented the story in a way that we're like, it looks like really bad for all of them. They all look really bad. I don't know if Jeff Lowe is really this horrible person, but he's presented that way. I don't know. And like this, the weasel guy, like the guy James, Fat Chucky, he freaking looked, he he came across terrible in my opinion. Like he just was a slimy, trying to get out of it kind of guy. I mean, they had like, I didn't know that the gaming commission, not the gaming commission, but the fish animal and fish people, they had the same jurisdiction like the FBI. So they had him on like having that little ferret thing. So they had him on. So, you know, they they were going to turn his ass. So he's like coming in trying to like, Hey, I got these, I, I think I can get these people saying some really bad stuff so I can, so I can get off. I mean, they all were terrible. You know, they're all terrible. And I got to give it to Joe. Like he, I felt for the dude, man. I don't think, should he be in jail? I don't know. What do you guys think? Should he be in jail? You know, should he be like, was he terrible to the animals? Yeah. I think he, he was terrible. He should do some time for just the cruelty to animals. I think he even felt it when he was, I was touched when he was talking about the chimpanzees, how he said like for 10 years, he kept them in those cages and you know, he needed when he let, when he finally gave them up to that whatever sanctuary it was, and they had, they were outside and they were hugging each other when they first got out the cages, and I was just like, "Well, damn, dude," you know. And you heard it in that clip, and then you heard him on the phone from jail where he was like, "Oh man," like you could tell he was like, "Fuck, I'm being treated like I treated the animals," you know. It's like, "Damn, Joe, sorry, bro," but you know, you 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 were out of control. He was out of control, man. That guy was he was just out of control. This motherfucker ran for governor, ran for president. And then that, how about that one libertarian guy? What the fuck was his name? This guy was, a, to me, he was a piece of shit too. Like, how are you going to have, how are you going to have this, it Joshua, Joshua? I didn't like Joshua. You know, I think that he, he was taking advantage of the situation too. How are you going to like back this guy? If you, I guess, that's because he was so anti-government. He was like, you know, you know, the best way to be anti-government is to have an idiot run for office because you never know. Sometimes they might win, <laughs> you know. So I just didn't, I didn't believe him. I didn't trust him, you know. And it just got dark. You know what I mean? 
the 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 whole the whole thing was dark you know like when the poor drugged up kid killed himself you know i was like damn that that was the moment that it all became real i don't know about you guys but i'm watching the documentary and i'm just fascinated by all these terrible characters all these terrible people all this like the people like oh even like the dude well oh man you know the one guy uh long-haired uh he was the manager of the 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 zoo or he was like the eric the eric guy eric cowie i think that was his name let me see if this is the guy yeah he was the head keeper of the zoo man when they wait let me show him for you guys this guy right here oh man you know, like when they showed him, remember when they showed him, he was in his like room or something. And it's just like, it's just like alcohol bottles everywhere. And I didn't like, I was like, come on, document, document, uh, documentarian guy, the filmmaker. They, they just made that guy look, t- he was fucking drunk. And, and you just go, look how all of this has affected all these people's lives. None of these people are emotionally equipped to deal with the things that they're dealing with. Like, I actually don't know how this motherfucker ran a zoo for 20 years. Him, Joe, all these people. Like, how? I mean, that's why they were killing the cats and burying them in the fucking, you know, he couldn't afford it. And that Walmart meat. Oh, that's another thing, too. Did you guys know that? Did you know that if you, that, that, is that even true? Does anybody know if that's true that, let's say you go grab some meat and then you go up to the front and you don't want it, you can't pay for it, that they can't put it back? I didn't know that. I mean, that was so much wasted meat. Did you see that? So it was like, I'm glad that that kind of stuff's going someplace if you have all these cats, but that shit was crazy. You know, that shit was crazy. But everybody just seemed terrible. So anyways, let me get back to what I was saying. So the kid, Tim, what was his name? Was his name Tim? But let me see if I could get his name. The, 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 you know, when he was just nine, he, yeah, he came on nineteen. Yeah, no, it wasn't Tim. What was the get? What was the boy's name that that killed himself? Oh man, I wish I wish I was more prepared. I had this thing open. I thought this was going to be everybody's names, but it wasn't. I don't know. But that poor kid. You know, you saw that first video of him. He was just fresh and young, skater kid, all pretty in the face. You know what I mean? Just his little stash. And he was all like, it's like, and then he just like turned into like a fucking meth head, crack whore, you know, shooting, pointing guns at people. And it's just, you know, that was the moment though. It was like I was saying, it's like, that's, that was very sobering watching the, uh, the documentary. Because at that point, like I said, you're having fun laughing at how crazy these people are. I mean, Joe and his music too, man. That shit was just hilarious. Like all his music videos and, and his web show, how weird it got. And even Carol and her fucking weirdo ass, like all those cat stuff and just her demeanor. Everybody was weird. But when that kid killed himself, you know, you, it became real. Because then, then you're getting a story. You see his poor mom. And you could tell that she felt like a failure. She felt like, oh, man. She's like, I failed my kid. I don't know what does he do. I don't know what he was doing with this guy. And then Joe was fucked up, like, inviting her to his wedding to this new crazy kid. You know, who, like, by the way, from the looks on his face and how he was talking, it looks like he legitimately loves Joe. So that's some weird shit, too. That's how charismatic that motherfucker is, Joe. Um, so it just, that was sobering to when that guy died. And that's like the downfall of it. That's when like, I think the 
as a storyteller, the docu- the, the filmmaker made it like, okay, now I'm going to reveal all the underbelly, all the evil that's really going on. So that really made like I went from laughing at the documentary documentary to really just kind of being like, damn, this is this is some uh, this is some sobering fucked up shit. You know what I mean? All right, let me go to Instagram right now because I'm sure I have some Instagram uh, questions. Um, wait, how do I, how do I go to the Instagram? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. All right. So, uh, wildest thing I've ever seen. Can't believe this is the same world we live in. I mean, I totally agree. That's another thing too. Is like, you watch that documentary and you go, is this real? Like, that's why I'm saying, I think that, that the filmmaker took liberties. Somebody said, fucking great. I was rooting for Joe the whole time. You know, I found myself rooting for him too. And even hearing his phone calls from jail, I kind of was like, oh, I hope this guy gets out. But then at the same time, just like, damn, he he is responsible. He's partly responsible for the death of that dude. He's responsible for the mistreatment of all the animals. You know, he's he he's done some wrong. Should he be in jail for 20 years? I don't know. I'm not the I'm not a judge. I don't know what's fair in terms of that, but he does he should do some time. Um probably somebody Carol did it. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, just just hearing everybody and just feeling her strangeness and her willingness to like not stop, not let up at all. I'm not could, does she seem like somebody that could kill a motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being if I'm being one hundred. Um, okay, let me see. Lots of drug-induced homosexuality. Oh, not to mention, fuck Carol Baskins. Well, that's how people are feeling, you know? Drug-induced homosexuality. Is that a thing? Well, I guess if you're so desperate for... Like, the kid was a prisoner. They say he... According to the the the, the, the libertarian guy, the, the dude couldn't leave the compound. He couldn't have friends. He couldn't have his own money. He had to, like... So he just got drugs and weed and, you know, from, from Joe. Oh, man, dude. The hype is worn off. Don't talk about it. Well, too late, brother. Joe Exotic is a hard worker. Yeah. You know, you got to admire. You know what, though? All these kind of guys. Okay, think of all the, like, serial killers and all the, like, cult leaders. How organized and how hardworking, and, like, they are. But they do it for, you know. Like, like Obama or somebody like that could have easily gone down the wrong path, you know? Thankfully, someone like Obama went on the good path, but he easily could have been, like, a cult leader or something. Like, those type of people could use their powers for something other than what they end up doing it for, sex, money, and drugs. You know what I mean? Um... Yeah, some, a lot of people say they're rooting for him. The walking Chucky Gall guy said he's in trouble for owning a Lumar. That's definitely not it. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I think there's more going on with that guy, too. Yeah, Fat Chucky has more going on in his life. But that's still a big... We See, that's what I'm saying. We don't know all... These guys, another thing, too, is they love being in front of the camera. All of them. And they didn't know how to shut their mouth. It's like... The, the 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 FBI should just look at this documentary or just look at all the footage and just be like, this motherfucker admitted that he did this. 
this guy insinuated that he did this. This guy, like they have, to me, they have enough circumstantial evidence just of what they showed us to be like. I think we need to reinvestigate uh, Jeff Lowe and 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 Chucky and and Sam, who was a criminal. Motherfucker had he was a criminal. He got out of jail. He was you. You felt I felt like if if Joe or whatever the circumstances, even though I think it was a setup, part of me does feel like Jeff set him up. You know what I mean? Like goaded him into it. You know what I mean? You know, it's like if you. You know, it's like if you, you know, you whisper in somebody's ear, your mama, your mama's a bitch. And then you, you, that guy punches you in the face and all of a sudden you're like this. Oh my God, this dude's so violent. Look what this guy did. I think it was a setup. Like in the firm. Remember the firm with Tom Cruise? He still did wrong. He shouldn't have slept with that chick on the beach, but it was a setup. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Joe shouldn't have got money together to kill Carol. You know, he shouldn't have done that, but it was a setup, you know, and I think that Sam was a part of it. So, like, I don't know. I think Sam would have killed someone, but I don't think that he was going to kill Carol. I think that the whole point of it was take this motherfucker's money and get him thrown in jail, right? That's what I think of that. Uh, kind of fizzles out. Somebody thinks it fizzles out. I thought it was hilarious, didn't you? I thought it was fun. Like I said, I thought that it was so fun. Like, not just funny, too, like jaw-dropping. Like everything that Joe did, you would go, what? Or even low or any of these people, you hear the, the things that coming out of their mouth and you go, you're doing what? And then, and then you hear a Joe, a, a music, you hear some of his music, you just start laughing. So I stopped laughing at it the moment the guy killed himself. That was when I was done. That meat lover's pizza was a motherfucker, wasn't it? He made with the Walmart meat. <laughs> Joe was a businessman. He, he, he was like, I'm not fucking around, y'all. I'm, I'm, you can get this Walmart meat. Uh, somebody said, I think Carol's husband keeps his socks on while having sex with her. Yeah, so he can get his shoes and run out of there before that bitch kills him. Whoo. Um, anyways, so that's from Instagram. That was the, the, the Instagram uh, crowd. Appreciate you guys. And I appreciate uh, all you guys watching uh, live at home. You know what I mean? You know, we got a solid, uh, looks like we almost got a solid hour in. I think the time's off because my thing says it's been streaming for 54 minutes. Wait, let me go to the stream and see what's going on. Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, yeah, 51. So we still got time. We got. I, I wanted to do an hour, uh, take some questions. So, you know, anything else? Somebody said 5,000 is ridiculously low for a hitman. You know what's funny? That That's what the doc guy said, too. I think he said the same thing. I think he was something like, that's a $100,000 job. But, you know, but to me, that's very, I don't know how much a hitman costs. I hope I never know how much a hitman costs. But if you're so sure about how much a hitman costs, what kind of world are you living in? Like, who are you to know that kind of information? Um, greetings from Germany. Hello, Germany. How you guys doing? Um, Tiger King is lame. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of lameish. I'm not, you know what? Let's talk about my mustache. You know, should I get a Joe exotic guys? I don't know if I'm gonna grow the mustache back, but I do like having some, some fuzz. You know what I mean? I don't know if I want to be clean again like that. Like when I first did it, but I kind of like my, my, my face. I'm kind of getting used to it. And then when I look at pictures of myself with the mustache, I'm kind of like, who the fuck is that? You know what I mean? So it's, uh, I'm not sure. 
my mom is okay. My mom's here in California uh, with my stepfather. They're they're you know at a place and they're they're doing okay. It's just you know it's just hard right now to like keep them you know stay inside. You know, people don't really. I don't think it's touched every. You know, it's affected us. This coronavirus has affected us, but it hasn't touched us. It hasn't touched all of us yet. You know, grow a full beard. I was thinking about it, but then it's just it's too scratchy and I don't like it. Stop talking. I, dude, I, I, I have my, I wash my hands, you know, I'm going to wash my face and hands right after this podcast, y'all. All right. Um, you know, I'm trying to do the podcast with Steve. I'm trying to, you know, but you know, Steve's in his own world, man. He's doing his podcast and he's like, you know, hunkered in. He's, you know, so I don't know. We'll see after all this clears up. We'll see what happens. I didn't realize my upper lip was so small. You think you like this shit is like, I need some. I need some injections in my lip. I, I, when I first did it, I was like, "Where the fuck is my top lip?" It's like this was made for a mustache. It's crazy. I know. See, it's like I'm getting mixed reviews. Like people say, "So how about in the chat?" Let me know. Like just put keep it. Just put keep. No, what should we say? Yes or no? So yes. No. Wait. What should? What? Now I'm confusing myself. Just say mustache or no mustache. <laughs> Uh, and I'm busy playing, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Warzone. I'm still playing Call of Duty. I'm still trying to get a Black Ops win. So if you ever, if you ever want to watch me game, go to Eric Griffin Gaming. Eric Griffin Gaming on YouTube. That's my other channel, Eric Griffin Gaming. So make sure you check that out. Um, my thanks to Jeremiah Watkins, who, like, I hadn't watched the documentary yet when he came on to do that. And I didn't even know he was going to do that. It was just, he just surprised me with that because that's what he does. He's so committed to his characters. So that's why the interview seemed weird because I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> but, um, so people say no stash, goatee, uh, keep it sandy. I like the sandy, no stash, keep the fuzz, no stash, no stash, no stash, no stash, no stash. It's all no stash. Okay. Mustache. There's one mustache vote, another mustache vote, another mustache vote, handlebar mustache. Go fuck yourself. Uh, I know we're trying to get the podcast going 2020, no stash. I don't know. I know. Do I look like a, like a skinny red band? <laughs> I do like how my face is a little bit more slender. I've been, uh, I've been, uh, keeping shit, um, I've been not, I'm, I'm, I'm not eating a lot. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm eating healthy, I'm trying to lose this weight, y'all. So when we come out of this shit, I'm going to be a whole new man, ready, ready for sitcoms and fucking cop shows and shit. You know, want to see me on a cop show. Get out! Get out! You know, I want to be on like, I don't know. My dream job is to be like the lab tech on CSI, one of those type shows. I want to be like the, you know, so like the main guys, they come in, they go, you know, Roscoe, my name will be Roscoe. Now I, got, I got music blasting and shit. And I'm looking at the tech and I'm like, oh my bad, sir. Boom. Um, According to the red blood cells, boo, boo, boo. I do like, you know, I got like two good scenes in every episode and I'm just on the road doing stand up. You know what I mean? That would be the best. And then it's like, and the show goes like 15 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those people make so much money. Um, Eric, love your vibes. Do what you want. Mustache are clean. Well, my girl, she like she don't like the mustache. She just like I'm gonna talk. I think Bobby. I just talked to Bobby today, so I'm probably gonna have Bobby on. So we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll have. But I'm getting a lot of people. I got my buddy Brett. 
Ernst, he's going to come on. I got an Andrew Santino. I talked to him, even though that episode is still a little, the it's wonky with the sound and all that. But I'm about to talk, I'm about to record myself talking about that when I get off with you guys. And yeah, that's, um, that's pretty much, that's pretty much that. Oh, check you on Twitch chat. <laughs> I know. I would love to be in a buddy cop movie with Bobby Lee. You know what I mean? But it's like, it, it looks too rush hour-y, but it's not, you know? But that would be the joke. Like, we should do like a spoof of rush hour. That's the whole point of it. Like, we're garbage men, and we find like some evidence in a, we find a, like a bag of money that we realize it's not ours. It belongs to the mob and some shit, and we have to like, you know what I mean? Look, look, I just wrote the movie right there. You guys know where that goes. Okay, there's a whole... Th- Mike says I need the mustache. All right. I'm not getting a mullet. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I did actually decide to shave the mustache myself, guys. I did. Because I was like, I'm bored. I'm going to be in the house. Who cares? I'm not... You know, the, who long, who long, I, the shit grows back fast as fuck. You'd be surprised. I also wanted to see actually how gray I was, actually. And I have a weird black streak. Like, my hair grows... It's still black in a weird area. Like... I I have like like it would be like it would be like here and it would come like this and everything around it would be gray. It's really weird looking. So I don't know. I might grow the beard just to see what that looks like. Um I I always stream Warzone. If you go to Eric Griffin Gaming, Eric Griffin Gaming on YouTube, that's my other channel where I game. So, you know, guys check that out. You know what I mean? But anyways, I really appreciate you guys watching. Um, I really appreciate you, you. You know, like I said, I love that you guys are watching. I'm going to do a live one every Friday during quarantine. I'm trying to put out as much content as I can because I'm still trying to be creative and I'm still trying to stay connected. All the people that send me messages and say like, yo, man, I really love your podcast. You're helping me through these times. I really appreciate those messages because you're helping me too when you send me that message and I know I'm reaching people and that's what it's all about. So like even when you get off this podcast right now, share it for me, share it, like it, subscribe, send it out to people, man. Uh, you That's how you help me out and watch the ads. <laughs> that's, if you really want to help me out, I'm trying to do my part, do your part. Just, you know, play my podcast in the background. Just open up a web browser. And just go to my Riffin with Griffin playlist, you know, in my on my page, and just let it play with the ads going, because that'll help me out. You, you don't have to do that. I'm just I'm being I'm being half playful, you know what I mean? But I appreciate all you guys, you know what I mean? And as you know, once again, it's your favorite podcast live. See you next Friday. Woo, woo, woo. Rip the wind from there. Woo, 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 woo. This is rip the wind from there.
Listen with different